Welcome to Romance Your Tribe Radio with me, Janet Beckers, where every episode focuses on simple action steps you can do this week to grow your business online and bring joy to the work you do. Hello and welcome everybody, Janet Beckers here. I'd love to introduce you to my beautiful new guest, Kate McGibbon. Hi, Kate. Hi, so nice to meet you all. It's lovely to um, be on your podcast today. Yeah, well, today is a first for me, everybody. Kate has popped my cherry. (laughs) (laughs) My accepting people onto my podcast who I do not have a personal relationship with cherry. (laughs) So um, we won't really go into detail on that at the moment, but I just want you to be thinking about how do you get to be a guest on a podcast and for me it has always been personal introductions because I'm really really careful about who I introduce you to so it's either been people who I know personally or a BFF in business has introduced me and said yeah this person's the real deal they'll give benefit Um, so even though I get you know, I get people contacting me saying that they would like to be on my show. I normally just send back, you know, hugs and kisses, no. But um, Kate did a really great job of presenting how she was going to help my listeners, and that's my number one thing. So, um, so it's great for you to be able to meet Kate from what she's going to teach us today, but also just follow Kate to see the way that she communicates and builds relationships because it's obviously working because I said yes, and that's my first <laughs> time, and this podcast has been running for over a year now. So, um, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Just You're making me blush already. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really love, um, you know, people who are listening here to this podcast and hello, beautiful people, is they're not just here learning from what you teach. Though, of course, that's how I choose people and choose topics. But I also like to lift the curtains a bit and let people know, you know what, these are the people who are doing really, really well in their marketing because they're podcasting, they're podcast guests, they're doing it, not just talking about it. So I really like to kind of lift the curtains and say, learn from what they're saying, but also learn from how they're saying it. Because, you know, in business as marketers, that's where I learn just as much. So, yeah, we'll get to see someone in action today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Kate, we're going to be talking about funnels. Yes. Now, this topic, honestly, is kind of a bit well, not done to death, but, you know, it's something that people can get, can get bombarded with, especially get on Facebook. You are going to see so many ads for get your funnel up and running from people who are like huge businesses and from people who you know, you know, as an experienced marketer, you look at their ad and you go, you've done one. and it worked and now you're doing the advertising around it so how do you find the real deal so Kate I know from doing my research is but I like what we're going to be talking about Kate specifically around funnels because it's it can be an overwhelming topic so what's going to make today differently when we talk about funnels than all of those other things out there um I think for me that the thing that that's, I suppose is the area that I saw that was missing in that sort of just loud everyone screaming about funnels all the time was that, you know, people are coming in going, yeah, set up a funnel and spend $20,000 a day to get, you know, $25,000 in sales or something like that, which is, you know, 
really terrifying prospect to most people mm. kind of coming in. And from the people that I was working with at the time, the funnels that were you know, that were working the best and that we were still ending up getting great results, we were starting with their existing traffic and we were, pr- we were keeping it simple, we were proving that it worked and we were setting up systems so that they could actually be making these sales on autopilot from the people who are already finding them, whether it's through SEO or social or on, you know, on their email list and things like that. And we were kind of getting that solid base working first. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, you have the option if you want to go into pay traffic and to scale it up. But I thought that this is, it's so important because it's something that anyone, you know, who's already out there marketing themselves in their business, you're already driving people to your website and hopefully capturing them onto your email list. And then for a lot of people, it's kind of like, okay, well now, you know, now, now what happens? And, um, quite often those people, if they've sought you out, they're probably looking for some help on whatever topic it was that they kind of stumbled across you in the first place. So I've sort of, yeah, I've, created a process and I've been spending the last year or so really helping people to set up this really simple system in the back end to when they capture those people and they've already, already attracted them to then, you know, have this simple funnel set up that doesn't require a Facebook ads budget and it can be met, start making you regular sales. Brilliant. Yeah. So, so just to help you to get for, you know, when you're listening to this and I'm hoping you're taking notes though, of course, if you're listening to this while you're at the gym, you probably won't, but <laughs> So we're really, what we're going to be focusing on is, I love the word simple. So we're really looking at simple and we're looking at not using a lot of your budget. And we'll also go into details on when you talked about, you know, you've already got traffic going there. We're actually going to cover a little bit about what that would look like. So if you're not getting a lot of traffic yet, yet we'll cover a little bit there. So don't think, oh, look, this is not for me because I don't already have a lot of reliable traffic yet coming to my site. We'll cover some of that for you. So don't go and go, nut, that's it, I'm on to the next channel because that's not applicable. (laughs) We'll cover you, okay? And if you already do have traffic, this will be a really nice kind of checklist for you to go, oh, actually that's something I haven't done or I haven't systemised. So, you know, you'll get that benefit there. So simple funnels the outcome and then, yeah, driving the traffic without spending a lot of money. I love, I just love anything simple. So before we get stuck into it, Kate, let's get a little peek behind the scenes to who is Kate and importantly, like why, why this topic? Why are you helping people do this? Why are you passionate about it and qualified? Um, you know, why this and why now? Yes, what's, what's led to this? I'd love to be able to get some insight into you. Yeah. So, um, you know, long story done briefly is basically a couple of years ago, I'd been in business for about eight years, seven, eight years. I had a business which, you know, on paper ticked all the boxes, like, you know, multiple six figure revenue, we had staff members, we had an office, all of that kind of jazz. And then I had, um, you know, no need for the tiny violins, but my, I was married at the time and my marriage broke, broke up very suddenly and I was flawed and I realized that I still had to go into work. And the way I'd set up my business was that if I wasn't at my desk, you know, pretty much every day, money didn't come in, I couldn't pay my bills. And I was like, what if I, you know, and it was one of those like light bulb moments. I was like, this is not what I thought the business was going to be. This isn't why I kind of got into business. I thought this was going to give me more freedom in my life and, you know, more. Um, oh, yeah you know, and so I was like, okay, well, all right, this is one of those, okay, I need to sort of 
relook at everything, after, which was a fantastic distraction while I was going through a, a divorce. And I, um, yeah, and I sat down, I just became really, really obsessed with like, how can I automate a revenue stream so that if I, you know, got, you know, stomach flu for a week or whatever, like whatever it was, big or small, my business would continue on um, regardless. And I did that for myself and it was working really well. And then I had some, some friends and some clients who were also, they, I found they kept kind of hitting this, particularly, um, you know, if they were sort of on that launch model, they'd, they'd be like, you have a great launch and you're like, this is amazing. And then a month and a half later when they paid off their launch and stuff, they're like, oh, and now, you know, now, now I can't go out for dinner this month because, you know, everything's a bit tight again. And I was like, well, I just realized that having this sort of base level of regular sales, um, it just gives, it gives you that, that freedom that I'd been looking for. And, and it didn't have to be, it didn't have to be hard. It didn't have to be too complicated. So I started working with people on doing that for them. And that's kind of how I, then I, and I just, I just loved it. And I, I think I did a similar thing to you a couple about, um, 18 months ago where I'd burned down my old brand and basically <laughs> started all new programs. And yeah, that's, it's yeah. all things funnels now. So there is- you go. Like souls. We've gone through that sort of cathartic. Well, it's, it's, it makes me feel a little bit like a Phoenix really, because <laughs> you kind of, you know, in your case, you had that, you know, holy heck, what have I done? You know, I can't even have time here to just grieve. You know, I've got to continue on. And, you know, for me, it was a frustration of, you know what, I'm not helping. I'm not doing the best I can. Um, and But I love that whole, the, almost like that burning, but not in a way that it's a negative. It's a real positive that something simpler and you know what I really love there Kate which again we've both got in common is my mantra once I decided that I was going to you know rebrand and rebuild was less is more what can I take away from what I'm doing that's a distraction that's going to get me down to the bare minimum of what's going to be profitable and have the best impact. And the same for my clients. What can I take away that I'm helping them with that's a distraction? And it's it makes it so that you've kind of got like a lean, mean profit machine. Yeah. And it's better for your clients as well. You know, they can actually see simple rather than it being, you know, too many things to distract them. So, yeah, it's definitely a good cleansing process for for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, they say that, you know, isn't it like your, your body regenerates every seven years? I feel like your, your business almost regenerates at a similar yeah. rate. Yeah. Good point. Good point. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's a wonderful insight. So you already know listening here that we're looking at simple. Um, and also it's really interesting. You talked about the launch model because a launch model on top of creating this lovely, simple, continuous thing can be good, but you don't want to make it that the launch model is your business because that's stressful. I've tried doing that and honestly, it's just you're so stressed about there is so much pressure that the money must be made here now that you lose track of why you're doing it in the first place Um, and it's really, really stressful. Like it's not a good energy to bring in. So. Yeah, yeah that, 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 you know, and it takes something like if you're launching every quarter or something, which I know it seems to be a flow that a lot of people are in like every three months or so, you're probably spending the two months leading up to it actually preparing for the launch. So you're just mm-hmm. in like, 
adrenaline, adrenaline, adrenaline the whole time. And I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm not that old, but I feel like I'm too old for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. <laughs> we want to have, yeah, nice cash flow continuity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let's now dive into, you know, the steps that you need to have in place in order to be able to have this lovely, you know, lean, mean profit machine, list funnel. Now, we've called this about having a 5K funnel. So let's get started there. Like what, well, we should, we should identify funnel, but we'll do that next. But for you, what is 5K? What's yeah. five? Yeah. Well, the reason I came up with 5K funnel, well, two parts. One, I love an alliteration when I name yeah. things. So yeah, go for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but also I know for a lot of people, um, that I've worked with over the years that having, like, if you knew that every month you had $5,000 coming in, you would, you know, you cover off most of your bills. You could pay yourself a little bit of money and it would just be that first sense of like, okay, like that first sort of level of, I suppose, being able to relax a little bit. Um, and the, the model that I teach is the same one that I've seen people scale up to like, you know, 40K, 50K months, things like that. But I just like that because a lot of people I'm teaching them to are, are very uh, are beginners and they're quite scared, of, especially when you start saying big numbers, like have a million dollar funnel. It's kind of like, oh no, too hard, too hard. I could never do that. Yeah. I'm like, let's just start at the start. It's the same building blocks. It's setting up pretty much the same thing. Um, and it just then becomes about how much traffic you drive into it. But I think to have that sort of, you know, is a, a doable first milestone that is quite, I think, is, is one of those things that's kind of in people's heads is that like, yes, I've made it to this like tick. So that's yeah. kind of where the 5K came from. But it's right. not a, it's not a limit in any means. It's just a right. first level. Yeah. That's where your first level. And you know what? I like the idea of your first goal because we always work, you know, with my clients, um, we work on good, better, best goals. So we do like a 90-day plan and we work out good, better, best. And good is if I get that, you know what, I'm going to just oh, be really relieved. Yeah. Um, and so that can be, right, I've got 5K, I know I'm going to pay myself and I'm going to pay my, you know, my virtual team and I'm going to pay for whatever, you know, software I'm using. So that's going to cover that. So that's a good. And then the better is, right, I've doubled it. Okay, I've got to the 10K month. That's awesome. And then the next one's going to be best. All right, well, now let's see how I ramp it up. So I love that idea that, you know, if you're setting good, better, best, this is a really great, good level to aim for. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Excellent. So if we've got that idea, let's just quickly identify or let's not identify, define. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is a funnel? Because there's going to be some people who are listening here that have gone, yeah, over that, and other people are just going to go, I don't really get it. So what would, just for people who, are, this is totally new, can you define what is a funnel? Yeah, sure. So in its absolute simplest form, a funnel is the steps that you take a new a, a new prospect, or someone who's just discovered you on the internet, however, through the whole like no like trust factor to making an offer to them. Sorry, I keep thinking my mic will move over there. Big hand gestures. Um, to, to making an offer to then, to, you know, partially starting to deliver whatever, whatever that offer is. So like, and in quite often people do a lot of this manually. So it's, you know, you know, someone's gotten on your email list or they've sent you, um, you know, they filled out your contact form because they want more information. And so you're following up with them manually and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, sort of 
moving pieces and having to remember to do this and you've got to be in the mood to follow up with people sometimes. And it's when, when people normally say funnel, it's okay, let's take those steps and let's see if we can automate it. Like, so that people still get the same great experience, but it doesn't matter if you're not, you don't have to physically be there doing it. So there's um, some fantastic software that lets you do this really, really simply now, which is really great, but that's probably the, that's probably the basics. Yeah. And and I love that distinction of it's stuff that you would normally be doing as your, I always think of what would perfect Janet do? Like, you know, this is this, honestly, perfect Janet just sort of raises her head like for a couple of hours every month. And, (laughs) you know, and the rest of the time I'm going now trying to capture that essence of perfect Janet when she did all of the steps and she followed up and she was really on the ball. But the reality is, is, you know, there's definitely in Janet's world, there is not perfect Janet following up all the time. So, but in the time when you are the perfect you, what you would do is those steps. Mm-hmm. I love that you, that's how you start because you're not trying to think of complicating it to start with. It's just what am I already doing that works when I do it really well? Right now, how can I automate it? Yes. And that's just a that's just a really nice distinction rather than trying to dive straight into, you know, you start with this page followed by that page and you link it with this is that's just plumbing. So I love that's really simple. I'm really, really happy that you started with that Kate because it's, <laughs> you know, even for people who've got funnels and stuff set up, just think about going back to the basics of, is this a kind of really representing what I would do? You know, if this was a person who I was having a one-on-one you know, relationship with here through through email or video or whatever. Yeah, brilliant. So now let's now we've got the clarity on the five k, and we've got a clarity on what a funnel means in Kate's world, and happens to be the same as Janet's world. <laughs> is now let's look at well to look at the steps first of all. Like, who is this perfect for? Like the kind of simple funnel that we're going to be talking about now. Who is this really best, best designed for? Yeah, so the, it, the, the people that I've, I've worked with, um, that I started working with that I kind of create this program for and this system for are people who, they're, they're an expert. They're generally a service provider. So they might be, like my very first person I, I funneled with was a naturopath. Wow. And she, so she was doing one-on-one consulting and she was also trying to create some more leveraged income that wasn't so one, you know, one-on-one time heavy by creating an online program as well. So she had an online program, she had her one-on-one, she was running around like a crazy person all the time, you know, not enough hours in the day as I think most of us find. Um, and it's that, okay, how can I, it's, it's someone who's got that existing program I said and they're now looking for a way to just put some kind of system in place that's not necessarily launching although it can as we said it launching on top of a funnel is is fantastic it's a great sort of profit builder um but it's like it's someone who's at that point going yep I know I've got this program I know that it's a good program that people get great results from it but now I just need a better way of selling it more and making more reliable sales from it yeah Excellent. So I think that's one of the key things when it comes to this is we're assuming as we're talking about this that you're already getting results with your clients, that you've got some kind of offer. If you don't have any kind of offer yet, 
that's okay. Still listen to this because you're going to see what you need to have in place. But no, I've got lots of other resources through all the different podcasts that I've got that's going to help you to work out what you should be creating and how to create an offer, those sorts of things. So for the sake of this, we're going to assume, and the simplest could be that you've got a one-on-one business. You know, even if you haven't got anything leveraged yet, just, you know, whatever you would normally do to get people so that they would come and, you know, have a naturopathic session or whatever it is that you're doing with them. That's brilliant. So, okay, so we've got somebody where you know that as soon as you can get the right prospect and you get them on whatever is what you would normally convert them, say a sales call, Mm -hmm. that's going to be perfect for this really simple funnel. You'll get results really quick. Yeah, just be that missing piece. Um, Okay, so let's now go into... Over to you, baby. Just <laughs> teach away. What's the steps? What are you going to need to have in place? Um, and things that you need to think about to get this 5K funnel set up. Yeah, perfect. So as we said, you need, you need to have an, a, an offer that you've sold previously. So whether it's one-on-one or whether it's a, an online program. And then what we normally do is we take that offer and we go, how can we now make this into a funnel-friendly offer? Because... I love that term, funnel-friendly offer. That's so good. Yeah. So, so I normally get my clients to think about like going, you know, what's you know, what's their ideal outcome from this? Like, are they wanting something that's they have, are they wanting to direct people to a sales call, or are they wanting to something that they can just sell sort of directly? And so, you know, there's different elements of the funnel-friendly offer. One, first of all, it has to be you know that people can purchase it any day of the week. 24 seven and you're going to be able to deliver it. So looking at how you structure your offers and how you structure your onboarding and things like that. Um, also pricing. I like people to have a, take a bit of time to look at their pricing and go, all right. So when we're talking funnel friendly, we want something that's going to be both a, a good, an easy, an easy yes, or, a, you know, I call it a hell's yes. Um, but also something that gives you like actual profit and a margin for marketing. So that if later on down the track, you're going to want to do some paid ads as well. You're not, you, you can afford to, like you've got a bit of a, a buff there as well. So we don't want to be going, let's try and sell a $97 product or something like this. Um, I mean, pe- people can and they have, but usually if you want to be using your existing traffic and things like that, you want something that if you got a sale of a couple of sales a week, you'd be really happy with that extra income. You'd be able to take those people on board and to give them a great experience. So it's sort of spending a little bit of time sort of playing with how you deliver your offer, how you price your offer and, you know, if I'm bundling things like adding any bonuses or things like that, which might make it a bit more timely. So like they give them a reason to jump in and, you know, take that offer up now. And that's what I call ticking those three boxes is your, your final friendly friendly. Can we just dive into that just a little bit more? Cause I'd love to hear from your perspective from working behind the scenes with helping people set these up is so, and I know that this really depends so much on like, you know, the market as well. But if we just take your example of the naturopath that mm-hmm. you were coming with. So for a funnel-friendly offer for somebody that, let's just assume she was just going to her one-on-one to start yep. with. So what would be, um, one of the things you talked about was like a pricing that was going to be really easily. So what sort of price point would you be saying for people in the funnel would be working really well for something like that? Yeah, sure. So um, when we're talking one-on-one, like, so again, when you when you think about 
funnels. And you think about the kind of people who come in to funnels and um, might be opting in for a free worksheet or whatever your opt-in is. Usually um, you know, you'll find probably about, this is like a rough statistic I've just made up, but it seems to be around about 70% <laughs> of people. Um, I would say probably on more of the beginner side of, of things like they you know, so for the different types of clients you attract, we probably everyone has a bit of a scale of your more entry level and then your sort of higher, more advanced. Yeah, yeah. And usually people who will come, who opt into things like that or who will sign up for a webinar or something, they're normally more in your, you know, learner, beginner kind of phase. That's a so, good distinction. So it's important when you're thinking again about what your final friendly offer is, is it's usually whatever's going to be the first step. So I've, I've, you know, people can, I've seen people do funnel friendly offers in their 5k, 6k, 10k, but obviously it really depends on what is that first step, I suppose, price bracket for your, your ideal client. Yeah, that's a great one because especially, and a lot of it's going to be what you're enticing them on with as well. So, um, but that's a really good distinction that if you think about, you know, the the transformational journey that you take your clients on, they, you know, it may be like more to that beginning end rather than I'm just looking for the, how can I hand you the highest amount of money to start with? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Really good point. Okay. So, um, and when you've talked about for people who just have like a one-on-one, so they're not necessarily having an online course, so they're not being able to go, all right, I don't have to really touch you. Everything's automated. You talked about making it so that you can make the sales 24 seven and they've got some onboarding. So again, if you've got somebody that's leading people over into a, um, you know, into like just purchasing something that's going to be, you know, a a one-on-one service or something. Mm -hmm. What's some tips that you can give people there on that sort of onboarding part? Yeah. So I think it is important to think about like, again, like you said, like what would, what would perfect Janet do? Um, If, you know, if perfect Janet was awake 24 seven and had just, you know, which I really hope perfect Janet isn't. (laughs) She's binging binging Netflix Netflix. (laughs) in the evening. Yeah. So the second that, you know, a sale comes through and whether you've had your sales call and maybe where they converted on the call or maybe, you know, in the time period afterwards, you want to be able to, as soon as that person has taken that step, said yes, you want to then be kind of giving them, you know, start giving them this, this fantastic experience of what it's like to be working with you. And again, you just would think about like what would, if I was awake right now and had nothing else to do and I saw someone had just purchased or signed up, what would be the thing that I would want them to receive or, you know, the information for them to get. And usually it's because you want to bombard people straight away, but usually like there's a few things that you want to sort of walk them through or some information or whatever it is to just make them feel like even though it's automated, that they are still, you know, being noticed and they're still, you know, feeling really welcomed and really happy yeah. to be in, you know, in your part of the world. And um, it's that first step in their experience with you. So Again, it's just having like it could just be a welcome sequence of a couple of emails, which get you know triggered is a um, is not just a is not just a um, cool uh, millennial word anymore. It's you know it also means you know actions that get taken automatically online. Yeah. Um, and you know so it's just having a bit of a process where so even if someone perhaps bought you know we just had a um, you know maybe it was a long weekend or something and someone's bought on like this the Friday night and realistically you're not going to be at your desk till maybe the Tuesday and then you've got to catch up and things like that. You don't want to leave that person hanging in limbo for four or five days. So 
just having some things that kind of start. I'm oh, sorry, my dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> toys of life. Um, yeah, that you can start creating that relationship with them and giving them that good experience. Yeah. And I mean, uh, even with a one-on-one, a really simple thing is just sending them the instructions on this is where you book in, you know, here's my online calendar and, you know, here's, um, here's how to prepare. I mean, those sorts of things that's simple. A lot of times people think they need to make it really complicated, don't they? It's just... Yes. I've noticed you've bought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not just going to ignore you now. Thanks for the yeah. cash. I'm going to, you know, I'll get back to you when I've got time, but yeah, make Excellent. them, give them cool. what they need. And so moving, moving along now. So in your really simplified 5k funnel. So what's the next thing that um, we need to look at? Yeah. So the next thing is what is going to be your sales mechanic. So what is going to be, so whether it is, um, and for most people, it's it's a webinar, um, but whether it's a webinar to a sales call or whether it's a webinar and you're, you're selling directly on the webinar, um, but then we really like to go, okay, so what is like, you know, other options are people might like to do a three-part video series or things like that. Yeah. From my experience, webinars tend to convert the best and um, so that's and tend to be one of the easiest ones to put together. So most people who come from our work with tend to do the webinar. Um, but then it's just like, okay, well, how can we get a webinar that converts really, really well. How can we spend a, a bit of time on this? And people who've launched before, they've probably done them or if some, you know, some a bit more beginner, I know that, that this can be a point where people kind of go, webinar, don't make me do a webinar. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one of the things I love about doing, you know, you know, whatever your sales mechanic is, but in particular is that when it's on Evergreen, the... Yes, you'll probably, we get people to do them live a couple of times to test them and make sure that they work. Right, yeah, I was going to ask then, you that. But then it's, it, it exists and you're no longer energetically having to do them all the time. They, you know, so it's coming up with your sales mechanic, putting it together, testing it. We've got um, benchmarks like I like um, for something to be ready to automate. I like for it to convert at least 10% when it's live. Um, and then you know, once you've done that a few times, you've sort of hit that benchmark again, you can go, yep, tick. We know that part is good and that part is going to work now. And then the final part is like, okay, like you said, it's the plumbing. Like, so how can we now put the pieces together so that this runs in the background without you having to actually be physically doing anything of this? You know, I'm so pleased that you had that benchmark because this is one thing that I'll quite often have that people will say is, I just want to set up an evergreen webinar because, you know, that's the holy grail, of course, as everything works. But, you know, it becomes a bit of a shock to people when you say, absolutely, that's a great idea to set up, but we need to test it. Like, is it, you know, you don't just have it as a evergreen webinar and then do that um, mm. because it's actually the nice part about doing it live is sometimes you think something's going to convert really well and it just flops and you know you don't want to put all of that work of setting up all the plumbing yeah to find that you know what if i just tested this once or twice and asked people listen to what people were asking me live i would have realized that you know this was the only thing i had to change yeah um yeah so that's a really great distinction is Again, it's automating something that's worked for you rather than trying to automate something that you've got no idea. Yeah. And it's I, working for you. 
And I think that's where a lot of people, and I've seen people have been like they've burnt because they maybe they've tried to automate something in the past, but they'll come in and, you know, because you've got all this cool technology and it lets you do all these crazy, amazing things and you just yeah. fall so in love with how clever you can be. <laughs> so you make this big complicated system and then you start putting people through it. And if, if it doesn't work, you don't know why because there's so many different points and they're all untested. Absolutely. That's a great point. Yeah. So how do you, and if we go down into the plumbing side of it is, you know, what if you've got this plumbing and you've got all of these little joiny bits that, you know, go off at angles, obviously like really plumbing, like language here, like you know, <laughs> there's little bits and bits that you can screw on and taps and stuff. Yeah. If the water's not getting through, like, you know, where, which end do you start? Yeah. So yeah. you want to have, have a really good idea, like, where it's likely to be. So, yeah, thank you for reinforcing what I've been <laughs> saying is because a lot of people don't want to hear that because they've been sold so much. Just set up an evergreen webinar and life will be easy. Um, yeah. You know, it doesn't necessarily work that, you know, as well. So now, yeah, so the next bit's the plumbing, isn't it? Yeah, so next piece of plumbing and and again, I think the most important thing with that is just to find to be okay to invest in a few key pieces of software here because they'll make your life so much easier. Um, but you don't but none of them are actually that expensive. But just sort of I think a lot of people when they come to this, okay, it's time to automate, all right, well, how can I do this for free? And then they try and band-aid together all these things which don't really work and Yeah, the Frankenstein model. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know, that's you know, we either you're either investing your time or you're investing your money, and that's a great way to waste a lot of time. And then you'll probably have to come and invest your money later anyway. So yeah. I think get get the right tools from the start. So they're not expensive. Like an email automation, you can get a great one for about forty dollars a month, depending on the size of your list. Um, yeah. And then you know a good good webinar platform, which is just which is going to have the you know the things that you need it to do. And then after that, you know that's that's kind of that's kind of all you you're looking at and um if it makes you two sales a year it's probably paid for itself so it's kind of keeping that you know that in mind usually yeah um, yeah keep that that that's the, the the again yeah that's the same thing as people are going look i don't want to spend this much money on this software that's going to make all these sales possible but you know it's that's how you're going to make the money. So yeah. just one of the expenses, if you can't be covering it with what you're selling, it just means that you either need to have another offer or you're not making enough profits you know, from those offers. So, yeah. And, and so do you, what's, I mean, people are always really interested in the software. Um, I mean, I can, sh I've shared with people all the time what I use and I'll mention it again at the end, but um, what do you have particular software that you reckon it works best for people or? Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I know everyone, like it's almost like software is like a really personal decision. <laughs> like everyone yeah, has yeah. their favorites. And, yeah. um, personally I love active campaign for email automation. Yeah. That's, I, that, I don't use it myself, but that's what I'm recommending. Is yes. Only because I would be using it, but I've, everything's set up. And, it, and moving is, is <laughs> I, I, so I was on active campaign, went to Infusionsoft, came back to active campaign, got wooed over to Entreport, came back to active campaign. Now I'm never moving ever again. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, that's good advice. Yeah. And so um, what about like for the, for the funnel pages, the um, software, do you have a yeah. particular choice? Um, page builders. I think most 
for a lot of people, you can usually actually create a lot of the pages on your, whatever your website is hosted on these days. So I know like people using Squarespace or things like that, or, um, I mean, otherwise just lead pages is great. I don't love click funnels, but I know a lot of people do, but that's yeah, another option. Um, I bit like we build all our pages. We use show it to, um, which is a website design thing, which kind of connects with WordPress. Okay. So, um, we build our pages on that. Um, I find that really easy, but I think with the page, as long as you just want something that's going to be, it's going to look great on mobile. It's going to load really quickly. Um, and that's going to be easy for you to sort of to set up. And if it better yet, if it has some kind of built in stats, like it can tell you that, yes, this page converted at X percent. Yes. So you're making it. Yeah. Cause otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a great one. Is I really like having something that's going to have the stats for me in the platform because going over to something like Google Analytics like just does my head in. So, yeah. yeah, it's really nice to have it there. And, yeah, we, we use a program because, like you, I've tried all these different ones. We use one called 10X Pro. And so if you go to romanceyourtribe.com forward slash 10X Pro special, um, I've got a, you know, a, a really good friendship with the guy, John, who owns it now. So we've got like a special deal that we give to people and I've actually got my sales pages and everything so that I that you can just get them straight off. But, you know, for me that's work because it's got the webinar and everything built in. It's got the page builders but you, you, and you link it with active campaign. But that's what's yeah. worked for me. Some people love ClickFunnels. A lot of, yeah, so it's, I just love hearing what other people have chosen to do because, yeah, People get obsessed. As soon as you mention funnel, all they want to talk about is the software. I love that you've <laughs> talked about, you know, you've approached it in a, in a wise way, which is great. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, so, it's like, almost like choosing a mobile phone. It's like which one makes the most sense to you and has the features that you need and yeah. there's, there's no perfect sort of. There is no perfect, yeah. And then there'll be a new phone that'll come out straight after as soon as you bought it anyway. So yeah, exactly. And all your friends will be talking about it. You're like, oh, well, now I'm really tempted. I want to go play with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so the last part, really, now I'm assuming, is we're talking about your. You've, you were saying that once you've got this beautiful thing set up, is it's using your existing traffic, so you're not paying. Yeah. For, you know, testing it all the time with paid traffic, and then you know, paying to, to experiment with it. So what's your recommendations on this part here? Yeah, sure. So um, as far as like when you're, you're testing the parts of the funnel, like your webinar and things like that, that would just be, you know, inviting your, the list that you already have um, and, you know, and what we sort of, the way we sort of phrase it is you can even make it like it's a series. If you know, you're going to test it a few times, be like, you know, go to your list and say, Hey guys, I'm doing this workshop. We've got two sign up for whichever one, then maybe give them a couple of weeks break. And then go, last one was so great. And we've added some new stuff. If you missed out last time, we're running two more on course sessions. So that's wow. a great way of using the people that you already have to get in to test that sort of first sort of stage. But then once you've got Excellent. it set up, obviously you want to sort of get people coming you know, coming through. Um, I normally like to almost like almost add, particularly at the start, like once you've got the pieces set up is to pretty much add your, your list to your funnel at the start. Um, which is, again, it's just inviting them to, you know, Invite, you know, invite them to whatever sort of your entry point is, whether it's like I've created a new opt-in, um, if you want to, some people have those at top as well or whatever, and then get them to go through and use that as sort of, 
you know, that kind of like almost final test. Yes. And also to give you a bit of a sales, it's like faking a launch basically. Like you've kind of set all these pieces up. You may as well, you know, put it to put it to the test with the biggest group of people that you have. Mm. And then after that, it's about, okay, let's have, you know, a content schedule that, you know, means that when you're, you know, if you go back and look at your best um, blog posts, like SEO wise, how can you tweak those to make sure they've got call to actions to get people to come in into your funnel? If you're doing regular videos or podcasts or whatever it is, like just being, having a, setting up a schedule in place that makes the most of what your assets, audience assets are um, so that you are, you know, a couple of times, you know, that people are being sort of constantly invited in to come and, you know, take that first step in your funnel and then sort of come through. And you, you'll find like once you kind of get into the rhythm of that when you're creating content or whether it's going back and judging and updating some existing content, that it just creates this lovely like little, you know, starts off as a kind of, you know, drip through. And then, you know, the more that now that you have this sort of in the background and, you know, sales are kind of coming come dripping through, you can go, okay, well, like what, what other marketing things can I do? How can I put myself out there more? Cause you know that the more you go out and put yourself out there, the more people will then come into your funnel and it's sort of starts to build this, you know, this really great momentum. Yeah. You know what, there was, there was a couple of things that I really want to make sure that people take note of. And one of those is in that testing part with your existing audiences, whether it's your mailing list or whoever's following you on social media or your, you know, the breakfast networking thing that you go to is that whole idea of it's an encore. So you're letting people know, you know, oh, there's an encore option here so that you can keep on getting people to come along to the same topic so you can tweak it. You get a reason to go back to your list, which is that's just a really simple reframe when people are going, why do I keep on going back with the same thing? That's a great way to do it. And then I love the idea that you've just mentioned that go back to things that you've already created that are working. So if you've got blog posts that say, are the ones that get in the comments or, you know, when you look on your statistics, you see those are the best ones. Go back and make sure you've got your call to action. I mean, that's just low-hanging fruit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And having a few of those simple things set up and you be so amazed how many sort of people start, you know, start coming through. Yeah. You know, I just on that topic there, because this is the, the one that people obsess on is the traffic, <laughs> is... Um, the other week I was at a book launch with Denise DT. She's actually somebody else who I've interviewed. If you listen to Denise's um, interview that I've done, um, you know, she's a great person to go and see. And I was, she's got a, a mailing list of something like 100,000. Yeah. And so my question <laughs> to her was, you know, for people who are wanting to build their mailing list, like what's your recommendation? Like what's got you the best bang for your buck? You know, and I was expecting her to say, well, you know, we've had the best results with Facebook ads or being a, you know, a podcast guest or whatever. And, and it was like the, the answer that nobody wanted to hear, which was <laughs> I just did all of it and I just built it up slowly. I was consistent, just step by step, just keep on showing up, which sounds really 
boring. <laughs> you know what? Just those simple things like you've mentioned is go back what you've got to make sure you've got your call to actions. Just look at all the different ways and do it. Like it's just, it doesn't sell, you know, great, I'm going to, I'm going to pay you $1,000 to show me how to build a list of 100,000 in whatever time. Mm-hmm. It's reality, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's um, yeah, good. So, yeah, that's brilliant. So having that content strategy so you can be consistent is a really and, good thing. The, f- the thing that I love about having, like, once you have a, f- this, a funnel like this set up or however it looks for you, I, it, it's an asset and it works for you always. Yes. And it means that now your list building, even if you're getting five new people on your email list a week or something like that, like, not, you know, you could still be making a sale from those five people. Like, it's not like you have to then go, oh, I need to have 10,000 people on my email list to be able to do a big launch. And it's like, no, you, you're getting these people in. You're getting them when, like, often it's because they're searching out, they're looking for a solution at that time, quite, quite a lot of them. You're giving them great information, you're giving them a great experience and you're present, and, you know, you're giving the opportunity to take a next step with you. And it means that it becomes so much more about, I think, quality over quantity um, with the people coming onto your list yeah. that you can have a very successful business from a very small list because you have got these sort of like mechanics and machines in place. Yeah, absolutely. That's been really, really useful, Kate. I've just loved how you've really just given great reality checks there on, you know, those things that just make it simple. It doesn't have to be ridiculously focused on the plumbing and the tech is, you know, just that going back to what's already working for you now can we automate it and make it so it's the perfect you turning up every time um so for people so i always like to think about what can people do this week that an action even it's just one step or or a couple of steps the first things that they need to be focusing on that's Mm going to move them a step closer to being able to get their 5k funnel that's going to be covering all their expenses so what would you be saying to people this week as the action steps well i actually love i actually love what you said before about like sitting down and and taking a moment to think about what would perfect you do of you know when someone stumbles across you to you know what are the steps you'd love to take somebody through um and or the information you'd love to show them just think about think about that and then go is this something i can that could be automated like do i have to manually do this myself because that can be the you know and even for the people who have you know, who, who were the more beginners and have stayed on till the end, you know, even you could do this for when a client reaches out to, you know, or a potential client reaches out to find out about your rates or your packages. You could have a really simple process or something set up in the background that they could, you know, be taken through. So I would just, I would just start, just start there. I think that's probably. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. So everybody now map out perfect you. <laughs> Doesn't that be perfect Janet? Just perfect you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's, I'll tell you what, because perfect Janet does not exist. I can tell you now. <laughs> and so Kate, um, for people to be able to find you and, um, and I'm sure that you have got a beautiful funnel that people can learn more about this. And also this is my challenge to everybody here is not just, you know, learn from what Kate is teaching you, but also observe, you know, the way she's doing it. So how can people find out more from you? Uh, yeah. So, um, I have a, funnily enough, an automated webinar, um, nice. 
all around creating your first 5k funnel where we kind of go into this in a lot more detail and the specific steps and how you can get started there, um, which you can come and check out, um, which is it's katemckibben.com forward slash workshop. Um, and of course you can jump in there and then you can stalk my funnel as much as you like, because, you know, there will be automated emails that you receive after that. So you can kind of see how I sort of put things together for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I've actually had that. I've had clients. So I remember there was one client that came to me who, you know, really, really happily paid me $10,000 to, to coach her on something. And she said, you know, I've just got to let you know the reason I knew I wanted to work with you is I went through your funnel and I, um, I swipe filed absolutely every single step because I loved the way that you made me feel. And so I tried to reverse engineer it and I just need you to help me to do that. You know, so, <laughs> so that's why I say, look, you know, reverse it, you know, see what people are doing because that's how you get to see if this is the kind of person I want to work with as well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Kate. And just so that you know, the McGibbon is M C K I double B I N. I can check. Yeah, yes. <laughs> of me here on Zoom. So if you're listening to this on the audio and you're not on the website and don't have the link there, that's how you spell Kate's name. So K A T E and then M C K I B B I N dot com forward slash workshop. And that's yes, where they can go. Yeah, I've really enjoyed um, getting to know you, Kate. This is the first time that Kate and I have met, so it's been really lovely to meet, you know, a fellow Aussie chick doing yeah. great stuff. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I'm sure that we'll be getting to see a lot more of each other. So thanks so much for your time. And go forth, everybody, take action. And one of the best things that you can do for us is to give us some feedback is, you know, let us know what action did you take. If you're here on iTunes, I'd really appreciate if you would leave a review and just really share specifically, like, why did you like this episode? Like, what did you get feed, you know, what idea did you come back with? Or leave us a comment or contact Kate and let her know, you know, your aha and what action have you taken because that's one of the most rewarding things for us is to see you go and do this stuff. Okay. Bye, everybody. Thank you, Kate. Thank you so much. Bye. It's Janet here. Thanks for joining me on Romance Your Tribe Radio. Hey, you heard our voices today, but do you want to see what we really look like? You can see the video version of this episode over at romanceyourtribe.com and grab the show notes while you're there. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate if you show the love and leave an honest review on iTunes or your favorite podcast directory. I'll see you on the next episode.